The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome aboard, Big Sills National Football Show. Welcome aboard this Tuesday. Isn't it the greatest time of the year right now? Talking playoffs, your football team has punched their ticket. You're ready to rock. You got Cowboys this weekend. Absolutely sensational time. Absolutely sensational time. You guys have waited all year for this week. Cowboys, you want them again, don't you? I want them again. I want another shot at Ali. Or what the media like to call the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I will ask the question to you. Are, are you a legit playoff contender? Are the Philadelphia Eagles a legit playoff contender? I say yes. I say the Philadelphia Eagles are the most frightening team that will go into the NFC playoffs, and I'm going to tell you why. You had the number one rush offense in the league. That's called dominating. That's called I own you. That's called you can't stop us. You know what the other component is? Because you have to have two to be a true contender, in my opinion. Especially when you're going to be playing in some of the winter cities. Over the last 10 games, your Philadelphia Eagle defense has given up 18 or fewer points in those 10 games. Friends, you're the number one rushing attack. And you're not allowing people to score on you. Let all these other so-called prognosticators talk about the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers, all those Tiffany teams with those giant logos, those star quarterbacks. The Eagles are just a lunch pail team. You guys are a lunch pail team that shows up to work and has the components. To kick anybody's ass. Yeah. Friends, you're legitimate. You are a legitimate playoff team because you have the two components that will scare any big time team, like the Buccaneers, like the Packers. Wait a minute. You're telling me I have the number one rush offense in the NFL and. My defense has only given up 18 or fewer points in the last 10 ballgames. That means I keep Aaron Rodgers' ass on the sidelines or Tom Brady or overrated Matthew Stafford? Don't let those people tell you you don't have a shot. You're the kind of football team that rolls into a place like Green Bay or goes down to Tampa 
and knocks them off. And then everybody come Monday will do this. How the hell did that happen? It's because you haven't been watching them. You are a legitimate playoff team. But I have to throw this in there. This is going to be a tough one for you. The Eagles have been ravaged with COVID, right? Most of these 12 players most likely will play this Saturday against the Cowboys. Should you sit them? Should you sit sit your starters? Should you should you think about getting those guys healthy for whoever it is in the opening round? Should you sit them? Should you play your backup? Should you play Gardner Minshew? I don't think you should. This football team needs all the experience that it can possibly get, including the quarterback. Okay? I'm not suggesting if you're getting killed or you're up by a lot in the third quarter that you don't start yanking guys out. But this is not a football team that should let off the gas pedal. Stay on the gas pedal. Drive it home. Run through the tape. I hate people that get right to the tape and then back off. What happens usually in the opening round? You see a team upset. I don't like teams that lay off the gas pedal. Do not lay off the gas pedal. Do not sit players if you, if you can't, okay? Do not. You guys are legitimate because you have the two components. But COVID is going to play a factor this weekend. What should you do? By the way, you guys were awesome yesterday. Thank you so much with the like button. Please hit it. You know how this baby works here, folks. You become part of the content. We go back and forth. You guys over on my Twitter page have been awesome at Dan Cilio Show. I thank you so much. By the way, hour two, Chris Sims. Looks like Chris is going to take a mulligan on Jalen Hurts. I think he believes. We're going to talk to the NBC NFL Sunday Night Football expert. That'll be in hour number two. Omar says, play it like a third preseason game. Big Chris says, if Hurts' ankle isn't 100%, start Minshew. Timothy says, I see your point. But I don't agree, okay? Danny says we can't sit players and look scared of Dallas. I don't think it looks like you're scared of Dallas. I just think it's sitting players. Deshante says, yes, sir. Carl, Andy Reid like to sit his starters. And I think that's why sometimes they went into the postseason not hitting on all cylinders. Timothy says, I guarantee they sit the starters. Really? Cole says, Sims is an expert? Really? <laughs> oh, Cole says, sit him. Omar, start the starters for the first quarter. Got to get out of that slow start. That's a great comment, Omar. Dude, you don't want to sit, guys, when you're struggling, getting out of the gate. 
like you have against Washington in the two games we played against them. You can't be spotting good teams in the postseason. You got to keep that gas pedal floored now. You got it going on, man. You've got it going on. Why let off now? Alabama bodybuilder says this. It gives a mental edge. It's important that they stay sharp. Amen. Smile says, how about Tomlin? We'll talk a little bit about Big Ben and where his place in NFL history is. Mike Tomlin, 15 years now, no losing record. What an incredible mark. What an incredible mark. Kyle says, I say player starters until halftime, especially if Dallas is playing their starters. Hey, I like that, Kyle. Mirror what Dallas is doing. Remember something. Dallas is playing for seeding right now. Anthony says you got to sit Miles. Yeah, I'm not playing Miles Sanders in the final game against Dallas. I'm going to give that guy as much rest as I possibly can, and I'm going to put that guy out there, whatever health he is, for the opening round of the postseason. I, I He's playing, but he ain't playing this weekend. Smile says McMullen thinks the Eagles are going – are gaming the COVID system this week so they are available for playoff game. Okay. I don't like sitting guys. I'm not a fan of sitting them. Okay, I'm not. I I, I don't like sitting players. You've got to have momentum. And the one thing that the Philadelphia Eagle offense has struggled all year long with is getting out the slow starts. Can't have it, man. East Canham, I'm 50-50 with sitting players. I just don't want injuries, absolutely. NFC East Beast, give me Tomlin every day and twice on Sundays. He's a freaking hell of a coach. I mean it, man. Hey, by the way, Big Chris, if Dallas sits there, guys, I want to go out and beat the shit out of them. I want to beat Dallas up, and I don't want to hear this come Monday. Well, we sat ours. So what? That's not our issue. That's your issue. That's a Dallas issue. That's a Dallas issue. You may have to play those guys in the opening round, depending on how the playoffs settle after this weekend. So you really want to sit players against Dallas when you may have to play them in the opening round of the playoffs? Not me. If I know that there's a potential I have to fight that fighter again the following week, you want me to sit my guys so that you have a psychological edge on me after we went out there and we just flopped around? No way. Hey, and by the way, the Philadelphia Eagle fans deserve your best effort after that shit that happened last year when they sat their guys in the final game at home. You deserve better. That was a train wreck last year. Sitting guys for the second year in a row in your final week is a train wreck. I don't need it. Big Pickett says, hungry dogs run fast. Absolutely, man. Sammy says, repost that, Sammy. Timothy, the game is meaningless for the Eagles. A guy ran all the possibility playoff scenarios. Search ESPN playoff machine. Almost all scenarios lead to Tampa. Okay, that leads me to another topic I have here. 
Who would you like to see as the opening round game for the Eagles? What's the best matchup for us? Arizona, Dallas, Rams, Buccaneers. Sammy says, looks like it's going to be the Bucs. I want the Bucs. I want the Rams. I want the Packers. I want Dallas. I want Arizona. There's not a football team that I just mentioned to you that scares me if I'm Philadelphia. And I have those two things that I just told you about. You're the number one rush offense. And in the last 10 ball games, you've given up 18 or fewer points. Do you know what that means? Even in your losses, you're not getting killed. That means every single game you're in. Vesely says Rams are the best for the Eagles. They can't stop the run. I'm with you on that, man. I'd love to play because I don't buy Matthew Stafford. Hey, you know what? Okay, you know what, dude? You're right. I don't give a shit who you put in front of me. You, you could put Godzilla in front of me. I don't care who it is. That's right, Mike. You know what? I don't care either, man. Line them up. Let's go play 60, right? Who gives a shit, man? Let's go play 60. But you have to wonder. Here's my only issue with the sitting of the players this weekend. And Damon, you're right. He's a turnover machine. Guys, here's the one thing, though, man. How much is Howie Roseman going to get in the way of preparing for this weekend and then beyond? Bro, sit back. You've done your job. You built a roster that got him to the postseason. You hired the coach. You hired the assistants. You believed in Jalen. Let the guys do their jobs now. Get out of the way. That's Howie Roseman's biggest problem. Do you know that, guys? Is that he can't get out of his own way. That's Jerry Jones' problem. He can't get out of his own way. When you're having success, they get in the way more. Instead of backing up and getting out of the way, they get and they put speed bumps in front of you. That's right. Get out of the way. Peter says Gannon can't play soft against any of those quarterbacks. Absolutely. Dude, some of those disguises that he doesn't throw out there in his defensive packages, man, it's too predictable. Seth Joyner and I keep saying it on Twitter. I'm so happy Seth follows me now because that means if you guys follow me, you're, you're, you're listening and watching what Seth is playing too when we're talking about Eagle football on game day. And we're saying the same thing. Man, you just can't be that soft in your zone coverages. You just can't be that. You can't be. And, and by the way, I do not want Howie Roseman in the way of these next two weeks. Want to throw something else at you here, too, with Jalen Hurts here. Do you know that Jalen Hurts is now the seventh quarterback in pro football history to throw for 3,000 yards and rush for 750 yards in one season? This is his first year starting. When you start to dissect those numbers like that, and then you add the intangibles that he brings to a team, I'm telling you, man, 
Jalen Hurts has had maybe one of the best years for a young quarterback in the league. And do you know that he's a couple months younger than Carson Wentz? I think he's three months younger than Carson Wentz, if I'm not mistaken. He'll be one of the youngest quarterbacks, if not the youngest quarterback in the history of the Eagles starting a playoff game. That's right, big picking, Lamar-like. Lamar-like. Okay? Hurts is 23. Crazy. Hey, he was 18 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Xander? He was like 18 years old, um, right? When um, he got into – yeah, Xander, I meant when Wentz got into the playoffs. When he was the Eagle quarterback. He was like 18 years old, I think it was. Jalen Hurts. He'll be the youngest – yeah, not currently. Wentz is 29 years of age. I got that. Jalen Hurts is 23 years old. I believe he's your youngest quarterback in team franchise history to start a playoff game. Younger than McNabb. Crazy. Crazy. Stu, 18 years old as a freshman in college at Alabama. Think about that for a minute. And he was the SEC player of the year. <laughs> right? You got a guy here with 3,000 passing yards. 750 yards rushing. That's incredible. Okay? And, like everybody has said, he's a tough guy. He's approved this game to be a Pro Bowl alternate. Okay? Sammy says, before McNabb got fat, fatter and stopped running. Yeah, too many hoagies, huh? Wick says, you always have to have a solid backup with Hurts. If he's going to be your starter. If there's one thing, Wick, that we've learned this year about the backup quarterback, it's that he is so instrumental in a team's success that one game or another, you're going to have to sit your starter for whatever reason, COVID now, injury, hamstring, knee, ankle, whatever it is. You got to have a viable guy behind him. And the Eagles have one. They went up to the Meadowlands and won a game against the Jets with that guy. That's all you're looking for for your backup quarterback is to be able to pick up the mail when you can't go to the mailbox. I mean it, man. BF, that's awesome of you. Thank you so much, man. By the way, your tweets are spectacular over on my Twitter page too. Oh, guys, do me a favor. Thank God, man. You know, Xander, my boy, man, he always makes sure that he's got big sales back. Please make sure you guys like the show. You killed it yesterday. Just absolutely killed it. Please like the show. John says, I keep saying this. I love this. I love his attitude, serious nature. So together, bro, it's really, it's really great to see how this team has galvanized itself. It really is. Okay. I mean, it's it, it, it's great to isn't it great also to watch and see how this football team has grown throughout the year. Kyle says it's safe to buy a Hertz jersey. Think he's guaranteed our starting quarterback next season. Yes, sir. I said this yesterday, Kyle. Unless Russell Wilson's running out of that Lincoln Financial Tunnel next year, Jalen Hurts is my guy. Jalen Hurts is my guy. 
Alabama says Hurts battled Deshaun Watson in the national championship game. There's no moment bigger. Man, no moment is too big for him. Even when the fans fall out of the stands at FedEx. <laughs> that was pretty cool, man. Help started taking, like, you know, pictures with people, checking them out, making sure they're all good. I thought that was fantastic. It looks like he's a fantastic human being, too, doesn't it? Now says Jalen gets no respect for his growth, but all the other young quarterbacks do. Yeah, because you know why? They're all first-rounders. First-rounders get all the love, man. But I want to show you something. That's a great point. That Jalen doesn't get all the love? Watch this. Think about the quarterbacks who are the most successful guys in the league. There's very few Peyton Mannings. Let me show you something here. Montana, Brady, Russell Wilson, Kurt Warner. These guys that had to fight their ass off to become somebody in the league. Lower drafted guys in the first round. Lamar Jackson, he didn't get a lot of respect when he came out. Shit, there were people in the NFL that wanted him to play a different position. Right? Tom Telesco, who I love and have great respect for him, wanted him to run receiver routes. He said, no, nah, I don't think so. Eric says, Hertz will be put in the work. Hertz will put in the work to max his potential. That doesn't get mentioned at all. Eric, you're right. Because you know why? Eric, you know why that doesn't? Eric, do you know why that doesn't get mentioned? You don't get credit for not robbing a bank. That's like thinking of fish for swimming. You're at the NFL level, friend. You don't get credit for stuff like that. It's expected. That's like thanking you for getting up off your ass every day and going to work and putting food in your refrigerator and keeping your lights on. You don't get credit for that. That's something that's expected of you. Same thing in professional sports. You don't get credit for the obvious. Showing up to work, studying, working out, being in shape. You don't get credit for that. That's a given. Hey, is it easy for all those same guys to do all that? I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying here. Okay? However, bottom line is, you don't get credit for that. Well, he shows up on time. So? Well, he's in shape. And? You know, it takes no athleticism to be in shape. I tell my daughter this every time. You know how hard it is for other athletes to stay in shape because when the lights aren't on you, champions are made then. When no one's watching you, that's when champions are made. Not when the lights are on you. That's a result of your hard work. Guy works hard. I don't give people pats on the back for that. Eagle says that's why Hertz needs to play this week. Use this stage to show the world, hey, I don't believe in letting off the gas pedal. Okay? I don't believe it. Philip says, who are, the, who are your five free agent targets that you like to see signed? Cap space dependent. You're going to have $50 million in cap space, at least minimum. We'll get more into that as we conclude 
the postseason here because I think free agency will be a major part of the Eagles' growth here. Paul says, I ain't sitting anybody. That's right, nasty. With a young team, you need as many. Xander right there with nasty beats. That's right. If I had a 35-year-old average age team like the Buccaneers, I'm sitting everybody. If I can't have home field advantage and it's not a favorable matchup, like I think the Bucs should sit everybody this weekend. I think the Bucs should sit everybody. Already home field advantage has been wrapped up by the Packers. Okay? Already, already wrapped up. Buccaneers need rest. They need bodies. They're banged up at the wideout position, running back position. Their old line's getting a little healthier. But the Buccaneers, they're tattered a little bit. Why is that? Well, look how deep they went last year. They went into the Super Bowl and won it. Don't think with an older team that that hasn't played a factor in this year. Okay? There's no question about it that that's going to be a major debate in the Eagle front office right now. That's right, William. Kick-ass attitude. Let's get it going, man. Not sitting fucking anybody. Not sitting anybody. Xander responding to old Cole. If he gets bounced, I still think he earned it. Absolutely, man. Guys, you're playing with house money. You're playing with house money. He's an alternate. You have a winning season. Man, hey, look, there's a part of me that likes the fact that you guys want more. I I, I love that fact, okay? I really do. Noodles, how you doing, bro? Okay? We need Jason Kelsey contract extension as soon as possible. That's if he wants it. What's he in his 11th or 12th year now? Hey, man, them old tired legs. He had such a great year this year. My opinion, I believe he should be the pro bowler. Tell Sims, Eagle fans remember his ranking on Jalen Hurts, 44 in the league. Believe me, I know. I I already know, okay? <laughs> hey, I can't wait to get Chris Sims on. That'll be an hour number two, by the way. Timothy says, some fans still think Hurts hasn't done enough this year. Come on, man. No, 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 no. Timothy. Baker Mayfield hasn't done enough this year. Okay? Baker Mayfield hasn't done enough. Jared Goff hasn't done enough. Guys like that haven't done enough. Okay? Baker Mayfield's the number one overall selection in the NFL draft. He hasn't done enough. Big Pickett says Baker's in trouble. Yeah, because you know why? He's an excuse machine. Well, you know, I'm injured now. Did he, did I? Yeah, whatever, guy. You've thrown the most picks since you've been in the league. You have one of the top rosters in the league, and you failed this year. Three of the four years that you've been the starting quarterback in Cleveland, you've had a losing record. I don't give a shit what you've done last year. It means nothing. Ask Doug Peterson that. Isn't that funny? Everyone wants to fall back with Baker Mayfield as an excuse for him. Well, look what he did last year. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, and the Eagles fired his ass. Damon, you're right. Mayfield is a bum. We're going to talk a little bit more about him and Big Ben. Big Ben closed it up last night, too. 
Okay. <laughs> Nasty beats. Baker Mayfield is a sober Johnny Manziel. Holy cow, man. So sitting the starters, are we all in agreement? Because the team is so young, we have to keep playing as much as we possibly can here. Guys, this football team needs the reps. They, and what if you have to play Dallas in the opening round? You know what I'm saying? No way. Paul says, how about Clutch Wentz? Dude, they're sitting in the seven hole right now, the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know. I think that I think that he came through for them this year, too. Paul says, keep rolling. Lou says, yes. We're playing with house money. Philly 559. Absolutely, man. Hugh, I'm with you, man. I hate stopping momentum. Kivo says, if the Eagles brass doesn't appreciate Hurts and looks elsewhere for a quarterback, Hurts is going to Pittsburgh, and he'll be a winner there. <laughs> wow, Jalen Hurts with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. Jesus, crying he'd be Steve McNair there. With that organization, with Kevin Colbert and how they do things, Jalen Hurts in Pittsburgh would be amazing. Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia is amazing. We just... We just haven't completely accepted it yet. You know why? Here, Jalen really said, sent a letter to the world, the Washington team asking them what they're going to do to correct the tunnel collapse. I like it. <laughs> yeah, sell the team. You, you, you know what's happened, folks? You know why people are having issues with Jalen? You feel you're settling. You feel you're settling. Because when you see all these big arm guys, you feel you're settling for something less, don't you, a little bit? Even though the numbers I, I quoted you, you're like, wow, man. Wow. He really has put all this together? Nine and seven? Alternate to the Pro Bowl. He's going to be the Pro Bowl quarterback this year. As I said, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they're not going. You just haven't accepted it because you think you're settling. The kid's done everything. You can't, hey, asking him to go and win a couple playoff games now would be amazing. It would be utterly amazing, okay? By the way, I want to ask you some questions on Big Ben. Eagles and Cowboys, I want to hit on that. Please, guys, do me a favor. Hit the like button. You guys are spectacular, man. Don't forget, Chris Sims, hour number two. I know. I know. Don't worry. Big Sills will call him out on it if he wants that mulligan back on saying that he was in the 40s, Jalen Hurts, at the beginning of the year. I know. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy Dan Cilio. Please hit the like button, guys. Outstanding first segment. Thank you for coming aboard. By the way, Paul, thanks for jumping in with us here. I'm not sure I've seen you before here, but please hit that like button. You're right. Wentz having Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's got to be in the conversation for MVP this year. Make no mistake about that, okay? Make no mistake about that. Charles says, kill Sim, Sills. Chris is a friend, okay? But we'll call him out on it. You know me, man. I'm not going to Hey, there's one thing you got to learn about me. Do I look like I have soft edges? I may have a soft gut, but soft edges, that's not something I'm known for. Okay? The reason all you freaks in Philly like me is because of why? Because I don't have soft edges. Okay? What do you think, I'm Angelo? Uh, 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 wait a minute no no let me let me come up with a better one glenn mackinacki what's his name glenn mackinow pistachio what's his name what's that game macaroni glenn macaroni that's it yeah okay right glenn macaroni you got a (laughs) song bring in the cow pods (laughs) Oh, man. 
Hey, Ken, you're wrong on Hertz? Okay, I get it. Hey, Damon says I'm pissed off, Angelo. Easy. You pissed Angelo off? Really? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, Ryan. It's Macanow? Okay. Macaroni. Glenn Macaroni, Birdman. I'm not going to say any names, but somebody goes like this. Sills, you ever heard of Glenn Macanowney? I went like this, kind of. They go, here's a tape on him. I listened to a second of it and said, okay, I'm out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Cole, that's my daughter's name, man. Be careful there, man. That's my little Didi's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We got his ass. <laughs> Paul says, Philly fans like you, Sills, because you talk like Madden. Boom! Because I love the you – know, you know what made John Madden so great? John Madden loved football. I love sports. Do you know why sports is so important to a person's character? See, in politics, you can move, you can move the yardsticks on a particular policy. In sports, it's all about scoreboard. You either win or you lose. You can't move the scoreboard. I can't say this. Well, I played the greatest game of my career in the Fiesta Bowl. Did you lose that game? Yes. Well, then you sucked. You're right. See, us sports fans know that. Politicians don't because they can't accept reality. Sports fans accept reality every single time when that clock ticks down, whether it's a basketball game, 48 minutes, whether it's three periods in hockey, whether it's nine innings in baseball or 60 minutes in an NFL game. Scoreboards don't lie. Politicians do. Chris Sims and Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Eagle Empire. That's a lot of research, my friend. Big Dan, you got a little Art Donovan in you, man. Hey, Art's a good person, man. Gene, thank you. Sims is coming on in hour number two, my friend. Okay? He's coming on in hour number two, the bottom of the hour. Alexis says, put some respect on Hertz game. That's all you've been doing, brother. Love your show. Thank you. You know what I was doing, too? By the way, Alexis, know this at the beginning. I was like everybody else. I don't know. Maybe. Wow. I don't know. New York. I don't know. Boom. You know? We've gone through the same, we've gone through the same swings that you've gone through in his development. But by the way, it's been fun. Right? It's been fun. I'm going to say, geez, geez, Damon. Maybe you can replace Angelo when he retires. I think that's Mike Gullick, my friend. I think you're getting Mike Gullick on WIP in Philly. Hey, hey, I love Mike. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure too many things are going to be said on that show. Remember something in today's radio, friends. People love safe. They don't like opinion. People are afraid of people's opinion. Have you not been noticing? If you have an opinion, you could be banned from Twitter, social media, 
radio stations. Thank you. When you have an opinion, people don't like it. They'd rather have you be a traffic cop today. That's what radio stations are. They're salesmen and traffic cops. That's why you get no more opinions. Or Howard Eskin would be on an afternoon drive. They can only tolerate him on weekends, early in the morning. Why do you think he's there? Because he may not he may say something that maybe people may not hear. I put him in on a primetime spot. Hugh, I do love Gullick too. Right? Ken, people don't like the truth because the truth, again, is reality. People like living in a false reality. Drew says Hertz is a winner. You can coach him up to be a better passer. You can. You can teach that. Timothy says in 2002, Michael Vick threw 16 touchdowns and 29-36. Vick's a hell of an athlete. Sammy says this YouTube channel is a thousand times better than radio. I know I'm stuck in SoCal. Hey, Sammy, it's all good. I'm at SoCal, brother. But I still don't stream WIP or The Fanatic. They've destroyed those stations. Not the same. By the way, who do you think makes those stations go, guys? You. You could put any fish behind the mic and they'd have massive numbers. It's the best sports area in the country to talk sports because you love your teams. Flyers, Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, all that, man. I mean, it's a fact. Nasty says, I stopped listening to sports radio for those reasons. Nasty, it's a shame, too, because I love radio. Paul says, Sills, what's up with Gannon Soft Zones? Yeah, but Paul, here, go with me on this, though, Paul. Last 10 games, they've given up 18 or fewer points. Man, that's awful impressive. That's awful good. NFC East B says SoCal's okay as long as it's San Diego. Man, I love San Diego. Sports talk sucks, but the people are great. Hey, just Mike, be nice. But, yes, please hit the like button. Hey, Charles, thank you so much. Charles, I think you guys are not giving yourself enough respect for what you've done here. My aunt said something to me last night. She listens to every show I've ever done. Last 30 years. These people love you. I never thought Philadelphia would be the city. I didn't either. Guys, I was nervous. And by the way, for the record, so were the bigwigs here at uh, Jacob. They didn't know what to do. Okay? I have this reputation out there. You didn't know. Benny says, I've been a Philadelphia sports fan all my life in Philadelphia, born and raised. Bro, how about this, man? When I could get Bernie Perrant to follow me on my Twitter page, Come on now. Eric says, next year you need to do a tailgate show from the link. Hold on here. Wait a minute, Eric. That's not up to me, man. That That's up to, like, that's up to Big Z and up to Big Joe, man. Okay? By the way, thank you. Joey says, the soft zone only works against bad quarterbacks. Joey, that's a great point, right? Okay? You can't spot those teams 10 points, can you? 
You cannot do that. Welcome to the slums. <laughs> I'll take it. William says, Philly sports is my soul. You know what? If you said that somewhere else, man, they would think you were a jerk. I love it. Jacob, Big Seal's coming to Philly. Boom. Exclamation point. Perot's a legend. Got his autograph in person. Hey, hey, Ski. I, I got Lindros's too. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I got Lindros's too, dog. <laughs> I think Lindros does follow me, man. Hey, hey, Warren, thank you, man. You guys are all dope, man. Brandon Brooks. I know, huh? Dude, Eagles run the ball 30 times. They'll make it to the NFC Championship game. Cilio, you're you're the man. You're like a football almanac. Wait a minute, GW. Wait a minute. Rasul Robinson. Hey, have you forgiven me for Rasul Robinson? <laughs> hey, what was the other one? Merrill Lynch. Have you guys forgiven me for those two? <laughs> that was a bad day, man. <laughs> uh, hey, Xander's in the background going, Douglas, dickhead. <laughs> Ken, thank you, man. God bless you and your family and your aunt. Philly loves you. Brother, we love it here. We forgive you. Thanks, Mike. Not yet. Oh, Mark. <laughs> Not yet. You keep doing it, though, dog. I'll be on a different channel. Don't fuck up again. <laughs> oh, man. Seals, you, have <laughs> you have all the cred here in Philly, bro. Hugh, you're awesome, dude. That's awesome, man. Pretty dime. Hey, man. Hey, I was watching the Giants-Eagles 2010 games. Super comeback. The commentators did a flashback to show just how much Vic's stance and reads and everything improved through the years. Yes. Jalen will improve. Here, I'm going to give you guys Maryland. Why well, tell you about that cute stuff? Hey, I, I, I'm going to make a point to you about Jalen getting better. Damn it. Let me take a timeout and I'm going to prove what that, what, what he said was, was so true about getting better on your reads like Vic did. Okay. Guys, please hit the like button. Don't forget Chris Sims in hour number two. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. 
so good it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Back, National Football Show, your boy Big Sales. Please hit the like button. You killed it in the first hour. We're not even finished yet with it. Chris Sims will join us. That'll be in hour number two at the bottom of the hour. So we had his dad on, I think, what was it, three days ago? So now we're getting the younger one on. We're getting Chris Sims on. That'll be in hour number two. Someone mentioned something about Jalen Hurts getting better. And can you get better? When you have better coaching, of course you can. Michael Vick is a great example of that, right? He admitted when he came to Philadelphia, he didn't know really how to read defenses. And when he was down in Atlanta, he did everything solely on athleticism. Isn't that funny when you're the most most athletic guy sometimes? You don't rely on the game. The people that rely on smarts, studying the game, those are the ones that last forever. Let me give you an example. Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James came out the same draft, right? Look at both of those players. One came out of high school, one won a national championship at Syracuse, right? One ate ding-dongs all the time and didn't really care about defense. The other cared about his body and wanted to be the greatest player on the sport in the sports history, right? That's what he strove for, LeBron. Well, when everything is said and done in your 17th year, one guy's a role player, one guy's still averaging 25 points a game. There's a reason that Ben Roethlisberger's out of gas because he didn't study the sport, take care of his body, do all the intangibles that it takes to be a success for a long period of time. Brady has set the standard. Can Jalen Hurts get better? Here's another example here. 
Okay, look at Josh Allen, for instance, here. So Josh Allen was not a highly recruited kid when he went to Wyoming. I think he had two scholarship offers. So he goes to a lesser program at Wyoming. I I still think the coaches there that coached him, he's got an under 500 record. You think he got great coaching when he was at Wyoming? I watched Josh Allen his junior year. I thought he was pretty decent, but not great. What happens when he gets with Sean McDermott? Do you know that Josh Allen's probably getting the best coaching that he has ever had in his entire football career right now in Buffalo? There's a reason that everyone's doing this with Josh Allen. Wow! I didn't see that coming. Why would you? He had horrible coaching in college. And he had horrible coaching probably in high school. That's why he didn't have a lot of scholarship offers. Nobody thought he was anything. Wyoming? Okay, great, I guess. You knock on my door, don't. Two scholarship offers? A football team that wasn't really all that great a program? Kind of decent, fair. He gets with better coaching? Boom. Look at Hurts. Hertz is going to continue to improve. Look at his coaching. Lincoln Riley. Nick Saban. Now he's got Sirianni. Who, by the way, you got to say whatever you want about him, and you can, but he's 9-7 and seven in his rookie season as an NFL head coach. James says, Dan, can we talk about the MVP? We'll hit on that. Rodgers, it, it, it's Rodgers in a slam dunk. There's no debating. Sydney says Hertz can learn behind this big old line. Sydney, that's what Ben Roethlisberger did early in his career when they had Jerome Bettis, that old line, Joey Porter on defense, knocking people out. They brought him along. They ran the ball. He was behind that great old line, learned how to throw the deep pass, spread people out. Absolutely. Okay. James says Brady had less help. On top. Yeah, because they didn't believe in him when he was at Michigan. Eagle Empire. Rogers, guys, the only reason that the media people will debate Aaron Rodgers is because they hate the fact that he's not vaccinated. It's the only reason. People are trying to make a case, you know, for like guys like Derek Carr or Joe Burrow. Give me a break. Gil says Jalen Hurts will easily get better at passing when he's got receivers that don't drop the football. Allen Robinson, that's somebody to look at in free agency. Devontae Adams, I think he's going to follow Aaron Rodgers wherever he goes, my friend. James says Brady is better in every category because he's gotten better. He's improved himself. Drew says Hurts won't settle for just being good. You're right. His work ethic, guy wants to be great. That's right, not good. Can I tell you guys a story? Let me tell you this. And I have it in my, I have it in my um, collection somewhere. I got an index card that was given to Andy Robustelli. And I'm going to tell you guys this. It was given to him by Vince Lombardi. Lombardi used to be the offensive coordinator on the New York Giants when my uncle played this guy. For the Giants. You know what he said to him? Gentlemen, 
We're going to learn to be perfect in every way. Every single thing we do in our life is going to be perfect. We are going to do everything in our life to strive for perfection. Knowing full well, we'll never attain it. And then we'll learn to live with greatness. That's what you strive for. You strive for perfection. Knowing full well you're not going to get there. You learn to live with greatness. You live in the room of greatness. You strive for greatness, you'll be good. You strive for being good, you'll be 500. You strive for being average, you're in the sun bowl. I can't make that any more clear. That's why when you talk to people like you guys that we have here on our show, it's no shitting on Jalen or anyone else on our team. It's all about perfection. People want to see perfection. You want to see Patrick Mahomes quarterback in the Eagles. But you're learning to live with greatness now. You're a playoff team. I'd rather be the Eagles than the Giants right now. I'll tell you that. Or the Bears. Wouldn't you rather be the Eagles right now with the future they have with 11 draft choices, three number ones? Wouldn't you rather be that? Wow. Alexis, Mike Williams is good, but, man, he gets hurt a lot, doesn't he? Pretty dime. I watched the 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 documentary about Lombardi. That guy could have ran a Fortune 500 company. That's right, Beast. You want a winner. I saw that T.O. stupid shit. When's that guy going to go away? Holy cow. That guy is just a massive headache. Okay? That guy is just a massive headache. Birdman, thank you, guys. Please hit the like button. Birdman reminds me along with uh, Xander. Right? Hey, and by the way, Joe Judge, congratulations. I hope you're still the Giants quarter, our head coach going into 2022. Everybody in the NFC East will love it. They'll probably hold a parade down Broad Street if Joe Judge is still the head coach in New York. Charles, T.O., you know, he's such a great player, but you know what? I hate dudes like that. I just do. Great football player. Okay, just a great player. Another guy that gets self-destructed, no. Can't understand it. Yeah, everybody in the NFC East is going, Joe Judge is your quarterback? Hey, can you keep Dave Gettleman your GM too, please? <laughs> NFC East beast goes T.O. or A.B. I'll take T.O. I'll take T.O. because he's more physical. I'll take T.O. over A.B. He's a bigger dude. Okay, I, 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 he's 48 years old. I don't think it. I'll take T.O. Oh, okay. Sills, I ask this every week. How much could you bench press in college? Best I did was 545. I had a guy beat me, actually, man. Kevin Fagan played with the Niners. He did 560. 
I own the record for defensive tackles at the University of Miami. He owns the record for defensive ends. I did 545 in college. Still holding up to this day. What's that, 35 years? I did that in 1986. I did 535 officially. I did 540, but they got 35 up there. That's all good. Timothy, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I po they've posted the uh, all-time record board for the University of Miami. I'm on it. Yeah, I know, Eric. Oh, man. Big Sills, 535 in college. 545 unofficial, 535 official. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I, I was the strongest player in the country then. I was on the strength team All-America team. I did 700-pound squat and a um, – I know it's 630 because Burt owns the record. Jim Burt owns the record in squat. I think he's got 650. I got 620, but I got a 535 bench. Yeah, I was 19 years – I think I was 20 years old when I did that. I know, man, Jalen. Right? Jalen, man, he's a – I saw him do that 600, man. That's impressive. For a quarterback? All right, let me take a timeout. We're going to have Chris Sims in hour number two. Guys, hit the like button. An amazing first hour. Fastest show right now on YouTube. And the fastest growing show. And you guys, it's all because of you. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. 
a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. Hour number two, Dan Salio National Football Show. Great first hour. Chris Sims, bottom of the hour. Sunday night, football and an NBC will be with us and we'll get his spin. I know all of you are waiting. You want to hear what he's going to say about Jalen Hurts? That'll be at the bottom of the hour. Guys, please hit the like button. If you're jumping aboard with us in this hour, we really appreciate it. By the way, I saw somebody throw up um, the name... um, Hunter Renfro, man, I'd like to have a guy like that for Jalen Hurts. Possession guy, catches everything, like Cooper Cup. How about that kid that came out of the University of Miami that's now with the Jets, that Braxton Berrios kid? I really like that kid too, man. You know, Braxton Berrios, I love that guy. I think he was a Patriot, and if I'm not mistaken, I think they cut him. And then the Jets picked him up or something. It was something like that. I think Braxton first went. Um, to the Patriots. I'd love to have a guy like that on the football team that every single thing that you throw at him, he catches. By the way, somebody asked me about Cooper Cup from the Rams, whether or not I thought he was a MVP. I'll never vote for a wide receiver for MVP. Not happening. Not happening. You don't have the quarterback. Your your numbers are... Ask Odell Beckham. Hey, Matt Hatter, that's not impressive to me. Matt Hatter says Renfro has over 100 catches. Okay. Today's NFL? That's not that impressive. Not when all the rules are now set up for all the wide receivers and quarterbacks never to get hit or targeted. That's not as impressive as it once was for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just not that impressive to me. By the way, let me revisit these topics we started the show off in the first hour with. You think the Eagles should sit their starters this weekend against the Cowboys? You know, what would be a favorable matchup for the Eagles this weekend? And according to some of you guys, you guys are all saying that it looks like Tampa Bay is going to be the most likely team that the Eagles are going to face. So I'd like I, – I, Quite frankly, again, you know, I don't really care who we play. I don't care who they play. James Dean says uh, no wide receiver for MVP. Okay? The MVP is Brady. Dude, it's Rodgers. It's not close. It's Rodgers, and it's not close. It's not close. By the way, how many interceptions has he thrown this year? Four? I think Brady's got 12. That guy Aaron Rodgers is a freak show. He is an absolute freak show in how he performs. Just a freak show, man. 
What up, golf? Appreciate you coming aboard. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, Martell Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's had a spectacular season. Okay. Matt Hatter, man, it's it's not close. It's Aaron Rodgers as the MVP this year. He's going back to back. And by the way, too, going into this weekend, am I right when I say this? That team's won 39 ball games in three years. 39 regular season ball games. Now, look, I know they've been dumped in the NFC Championship game two straight years. That's a thing. But 39 wins in three years is freaking amazing. Eastside Monster says he's playing with COVID toe. Is that camel toe? <laughs> wait, wait. Eastside Monster. Rogers is playing with camel toe? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, right? What, right? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, now, James, I didn't say Brady wouldn't beat him. You got me confused there, James. I said who the MVP was. Brady in the postseason? Ayo. <laughs> uh, can, hey, that's Aaron Rodgers' new name, Camel Toe Rodgers. <laughs> uh, we're all playing like Camel Toes. I like it. <laughs> you guys are too much, man. Please explain Camel Toe. I will not. My aunt, my aunt watches this show, okay? I have to be somewhat respectable, okay? <laughs> Family members watch this thing, so I have to be somewhat respectable, okay? And, hey, and I'm sure I'll get a text. Football, please. Football, please. All right, here, here. Real quick before we move on to Jalen and the Cowboys. Big Ben's place in NFL history is what? What do you guys think? Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in National Football League. By the way, the 2004 draft, if you had to redraft it all over again, you'd go Ben. Who would you take, Phillip Rivers or Eli Manning? He's a Hall of Famer. Kevin says top 15. Top 15 quarterback all time? Probably. Three quarterbacks, eight. And that draft, I know, Charles, off the field. But, Charles, I'm going to get to that here in a minute, okay? Secu sexual allegations against him. They ended up suspending him four games. I get, I, I get it, Dante. I get it. I get it. Who would you rather have, Rivers or Eli? Omar says Eli. Mike says Rivers. Timothy says Rivers overall. I do like Philip Rivers. He reminds me a lot of Marino. Eli, two Super Bowls. Yeah, but how about that record at the end his last six years? Not very good. I mean, Rivers took a Colts team last year to an 11-win season. Neither. <laughs> okay. Steven says Rivers. If I had to do it, I would go Big Ben, Rivers, and Eli. All three are going to the Hall of Fame, though. Okay? All three will be Hall of Fame football players. And I'm actually liking Eli Manning on that Monday night broadcast with his brother. I actually like that. You see Snoop Dogg last night? Give him a death row chain? I, I, I dug that last night. I thought that was pretty cool. McNabb? 
McNabb's a cusp Hall of Famer. You think McNabb is – how about this? You think McNabb is better than Randall Cunningham? You think McNabb was re- better than Randall? Since we're going to have Chris Sims on at the bottom of the hour, he likes to rank quarterbacks. Wait a, wait, a, wait, a, wait a minute. It's our time, Philly. So wait a minute. He had LaDainian Tomlinson. He had Vincent Jackson. He had a hell of an offensive line. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he had Darren Sproles there at one time. He had a pretty good cast. And the team that got beat in the AFC Championship game by New England, I thought they actually had a better roster. I think Junior Sale was on the other side of that football team, too. You know, I mean, he did have a cat early in his career now. Gates, too, that's right, Stephen. I mean, Antonio Gates is one of the top pass-catching tight ends in NFL history. I mean, Antonio Gates is spectacular. Actually, if you were to look at it, Antonio Gates was probably one of the first guys that went from basketball to the NFL. Marty Schottenheimer found him in a gym and gave him a tryout. Now he's going to Canton. Then, you know, Tony Gonzalez, who played basketball at Cal. You know, you know Julius Peppers? was in, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Julius, Julius Peppers was the sixth man on the UNC basketball team when he played at Carolina. Yeah, Bob, Bob, hey. Tony Gates is a hell of a football player. Rodney Harrison, that's right. He left for New England as well. He was on that football team. They, 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 he had a good roster early. And if A.J. Smith, the general manager of the Chargers, didn't screw that whole thing up, and it was a battle going back and forth. By the way, how about this? You know, they played Drew Brees in that final game. I think it was either against Kansas City or Denver that he got hurt. Think of what would that decision would have been. There were people in the organization with the Chargers that were doing this. Do we keep Drew Brees or do we trade him? Or do we trade Phillip Rivers? And then he gets hurt in that game, and it, it kind of signed and sealed the, the whole conversation of who to keep, and Rivers was going to be a Charger for the next 18 years or whatever it was. Right? There was a decision that A.J. Smith and the Spanoses had to make. And prior to going into that final game, I forget what year it was, they were going to debate whether or not to trade Breeze. Breeze had made a Pro Bowl, too, with the Chargers. Oh, Matt Hatter, I would have kept Breeze, too. Marty Schottenheimer liked Breeze. You know why? He protected the football better. Oh, hey, B. Lizzle, if Miami signed – yeah, but you know what? Here, at the end of the day, though – Lizzle here, remember this, though, that dynamic. Remember, nobody thought he was really going to ever be the same quarterback he was in San Diego. And Dante Culpepper had a knee injury. And Dante threw the ball more, you know, and he had a big arm, didn't really rely on running with the football. Plus, he had guys like Randy Moss and Chris Carter catching the football in Minnesota. So it was a no-brainer. He had his knee injury, but that's okay. Never panned out in Miami. And it clearly was the reason that he went to Alabama was because Nick saw he didn't have the quarterback to compete against Nick Saban in the NFC, in the AFC East. Hey, hey, he does have 18 kids. This guy's got like three hoop teams. <laughs> right? This guy's got like three hoop teams, man. By the way, coach of the year, my candidates. By the way, guys, please do me a favor. Hit the like button. 
Tell me if you would add anybody to these three, okay, or you would change it. Mike Vrabel, Tennessee, okay? Okay? Mike Vrabel's done a hell of a job. Nick Sirianni. Hey, by the way, if Brandon Staley and that Charger team beats the Raiders this weekend, he's also a rookie coach getting his team into the postseason. But then again, he had Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert versus a questionable Jalen Hurts at the beginning of the year. Right? I'm not as impressed with Brandon Staley as I am with what Nick did. That's why he's not on this list. How about the job Brian Flores did? I know they got eliminated last week. But, boy, you got to say, guys. Right? Jeff says Vrabel should get it. Sammy says Vrabel lost to the Jets. Yeah, but he's the number one seed right now. Sammy, the Titans are number one. And, Sammy, the Buccaneers lost to the Saints. Right? Kit Curry says, John Gruden, tough. Okay, what about the Bengals coach? Zach Taylor. Hell of a job. Hey, Judson, I don't know about, man, can you really give Matt LaFleur? I know, 39 wins, we just got through crowing about it, right? We just got through crowing about it here, right? Alex says, no disrespect to Rodgers. He's a top five quarterback of all time. How many rings does he have? Alex, that is – that. there's no question, okay? There's no question that that is a factor. I think you could probably say the same thing about Brett Favre. Hey, I'll make this point to you about Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger has just as many Super Bowl championships as Peyton Manning does. Peyton Manning gets more love because he had better regular seasons. I don't know. Big Ben's got just as many and probably a better postseason record. Was he 13 and 8? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Peyton Manning's just a tick above 500, isn't he? In the postseason? Big Moose says Sirianni. Omar says rings ain't everything. Then why play the game and keep score then, my friend? Hey, man. There's a reason you keep score. If you're keeping score, I want to win. I don't care if it's hopscotch. You know, <laughs> seriously, I don't care if it's darts. You keep a score, I want to win. Jeremiah says, Ben, easily better record. I know he's got a better postseason record than Peyton Manning. And he's got just as many championships on one team. Right? See, Moose, I don't know. Okay? That was one of the big questions we asked. Do you sit your guys? It's Dallas, though, man. What if you have to play those guys the following week in Dallas? Squad says, love the show. Keep up the good work. Eagles all day, baby. Chris Sims. <laughs> hey, I get it. I get it. God, I feel like I got a lot of pressure on me all of a sudden. Okay? Oh, yeah, it's Lawrence. Big Ben's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Hey guys, that 2004 draft though, you think Eli and Philip Rivers are first round or first ballot Hall of Famers? 
I don't think Eli Man- Eli's probably going to be a first ballot because of the two MVPs in the Super Bowl. But always know this. Jim Plunk has got two Super Bowl championships. Okay? He won two Super Bowls with the Raiders. That doesn't always tell me everything, you know? But he, they were MVPs, though. They were MVPs. Do you sit Jalen Hurts this weekend? Wick says Eli is. I don't. Eli is a Hall of Fame. I, I get it. I, I He's going in. I, I think he's going to probably. Wow, Lawrence says Phillip is not going. Really? I'm, I'm going to ask Chris what he thinks of the career of uh, Big Ben. Dilfer has a Super Bowl. So does Brad Johnson. <laughs> Ken, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Plunkett a first-round first pick by the Patriots? I think it was Patriots, and then didn't he play with the Niners? And then he went to the Raiders. I think it was something like that. I thought he was a number one overall selection by the Pats out of Stanford when he won the Heisman. Something like that. Oh, Chris, Giants defense with O.C. Omanura and Justin Tuck and them dudes, man, they were lights out. Eric says Eric Allen should go before Rivers. Eric Allen's a great football player and a friend. We should probably get Eric on. I think Eric would come on for us. Would you guys like to hear Eric Allen? Hey, Brandon, I didn't. Could you please repost? Thank you. Oh, okay. Plunkett went to New England, then Archie Manning went to the Saints. I, Tory Holt, man, a greatest show on turf, man. Bring on Allen. All right, you guys. Hey, I listen to you guys. You guys like Eric Allen? I'm going to get Eric Allen on the program. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. We're going to get to Chris Sims from Sunday Night Football and NBC. I can't wait to talk to our friend. His dad was lights out last week, was he not? So we'll talk to him, get his thoughts on the Eagles, their chances, postseason football, the 2021 NFL season. Again, hit the like button. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Dan Cilio. Appreciate everybody coming along here with us. Please hit the like button. We're going to catch up with Chris Sims here in a couple minutes. Sunday Night Football on NBC. That's a great group. Those guys put a great broadcast on. I enjoy it every single Sunday night. I like Tarico. Um, make no mistake, that is an absolutely A-plus production each and every single Sunday night. I love Chris. I love Collinsworth, this kid, too. I think they've all really done a great job. So we're going to catch up with our friend. Real quick here, though, I got to say this to you about this kid, Caleb Williams, the OU quarterback. See what he did? He went into the transfer portal. This guy would have been a Heisman Trophy candidate going into the 2022 college football season. He's going to the highest bidder now. Why not? I don't have a problem with this at all. Coaches go for the highest bidding, right? You got the highest bidder out there in college football. Look at what Brian Kelly did. He left Notre Dame for $95 million. Lincoln Riley left OU for $113 million. Mario Cristobal left Oregon for $85 million. If coaches are able to do this, why can't players maximize their ability to be able to make money? You're going to go to places now that give you that ability to be able to make the most because of this new nil rule. You get a chance now to maximize your name, likeness, and recognition of what you do on the football field. And the players are now just now working the system the same way that the college football coaches are working the system. I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I don't think there's any issue at all. It's the system. You see, don't hate 
Caleb Williams for this. Hate the game. I mean, look at Matt Corral, for instance. Why is Lane Kiffin playing Matt Corral in a Sugar Bowl that doesn't matter? That kid, Matt Corral, from Ole Miss, had a shot at being potentially the number one overall selection. We all know what the quarterback position means in the National Football League. And teams overpay for that thing every draft. Every single draft they overpay. So you know he had a chance of being number one. Kiffin plays him in the Sugar Bowl. Why? Well, Lane's got an incentive, too. He wins the Sugar Bowl. He got an incentive just for getting the team to the Sugar Bowl. And if he wins the Sugar Bowl, he gets another $350,000 for getting the team in the game and winning the game. And so when Lane is looking at his incentives, I don't have a problem with college football players doing the same thing. College football is changed. There is no doubt about it. The economics around the sport now, look at the college coaching jobs. Look at how much money now that's being thrown around in the game. Look at these salaries now. I mean, hey, it used to be where you went to college football to potentially try to get a job in the NFL. If you're Nick Saban, why would you ever leave college football to go into the NFL when you're making $12 million a year? You live in a great state. They buy you houses. There's not anything you're in need of. The school works with you to get every single kid you possibly can through admissions. Why would you go to the NFL so that you have to sit around and listen to some general manager tell you who to play on Sunday? Makes no sense. So when I saw this, I saw people on the Internet going, oh, this is what's really wrong. I saw Kirk Herbstreit make his comments. Oh, today's kids, they don't care. But, hey, dude, the game's changed, man. The landscape of sports is different today. Social media has changed it. The economics of college football has changed it as well. The money that's being thrown around now, it just can't be coaches and athletic directors and sports departments making all the bags of money now. The kids want to cash in too. Even the Supreme Court has come on the side of the players. It's the right thing. And so I saw this, and I was like, okay, more power to you, kid. By the way, he threw it back out there, too. Oh, you still in the room. This kid wants to be re-recruited again. So we, we shall see. We shall see how this thing plays out. Because believe me, this is not going to be just the first time you see this. This is also going to be an opportunity for other kids to end up Testing the waters. I would say this to you. Caleb Williams is going to be something like what LeBron James did. College football players are going to be more mobile. You have a good year? That's not necessarily going to be a fact that you come back and play for that team. You could go to the NFL now, or you can go back to college and make money at another institution, especially if you graduate. All right. So... Last night, Baker Mayfield. You know, di didn't you feel last night, okay, didn't you feel last night it was like saying goodbye to two quarterbacks? We're going to get to that here in a minute, but, boy, I'll tell you something. We've been looking forward to this. As I said to you, man, last week we had Phil Sims on. Now we get Chris on with us here. And I got to tell you, Chris, man, everybody in Philadelphia, we cover the Eagles now, and everybody 
in Philadelphia has been waiting for you to come on today here on the show. And I appreciate you doing this. I had you on earlier in the year and you were like 44 for Jalen. What's changed your mind with him? And why have you changed your mind with Jalen Hurts? Well, listen, I, I never try to be a hater. I try to evaluate it for what it is. I, I do. I'm not going to just be like, oh, I said this once and I'm never going to change. I mean, come on. I don't want to be like that. I, I, I It's nothing personal against the kid. It's certainly not. I respect Jalen Hurts and the way he handles himself and everything like that. Hey, I have questions of his throwing ability. I still do. There's no doubt about that. You know, and where I'll say I was wrong is I probably underestimated his ability to run, his athleticism there. And where, you know, I really thought they were going to try and he was going to try to be a drop back passer and be a Philip Rivers type, you know, in this offense like it was out in San Diego or Las Vegas with the Chargers trying to kind of put a, a round peg in a square hole. You know what I mean, Dan? But yeah. like the change around is – they formulated the right offense that works for him and works for their football team. And that's where you see the success. Again, he's never going to be like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers and just precision passing and surgical and, and move the ball down the field that way. But he is a gamer. He's tough. He knows how to extend plays and make plays outside of the pocket. He's a pretty good deep ball thrower. And that works within the confinement of what the Eagles are trying to do on offense, which is one of the best offensive lines in football, one of the best run games in football. Now you add him and the quarterback threat to that run game, and you got pretty good receivers on the outside, one-on-one. -on -one. You know, I, I guess that's where I would say the, the changes that I see. You know, there's still issues there, Dan. There is. I mean, look at the first half of the Giants game. I mean, come on. There was crappy throws all over the place, but – you know, for the most part, he does not make a lot of mistakes. He makes plays. He understands situational football. And uh, he really is a good leader, too. And I don't think you can forget about that aspect as well. Chris, do you think he's the future quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles? Um, for right now, I, I do. For right now, yes. I mean, I think you got to go all in on a certain style of football with Jalen Hurts, almost like you do Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens, like I was talking about. But we've seen steady improvement here. And, you know, for the way the team is built, uh, I, I certainly can see, you know, the way this season's ended, they're going to be a pain in the butt in the NFC playoffs. I wouldn't want to have to play the Eagles. I mean, I don't care who you are. You know, your offense comes out, chokes a little on the first drive. Three and out. Now the Eagles and Jalen Hurts go on a long drive, run the football, control the clock, put the pressure on you. I mean, that's going to be it. They're, they're made for playoff football. So, yeah, I, I think there's a good chance that he is the quarterback of the future for, for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. How about this too, Chris? I mean, when you look at what they've done since week eight, and I got a stat here I want to throw at you here. Since week eight in the season here, this defense has now given up 18 or fewer points. And like you just said, they're the number one rushing offense in the NFL. As you know, when you have to go to Cold City uh, you know, teams and you have to go to Green Bay or you have to go to some of these other places to win a ball game, and obviously the NFC is going to run through Green Bay, you've got the formula to beat a team also like the Rams because you put those guys like Stafford and Brady and Rodgers on the sidelines because you have the defense and you have the rushing attack to be able to do it. How much of a threat do you think the Eagles are going into the postseason? 
it, it's anybody's game this year in the NFL. There's no great team. You know, you said it. The, 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 the Packers are the number one seed, but I don't look at the Packers and go, oh, my gosh, they're so talented and so dominant all over the field. What is the rest of the NFC going to do? I think there's a number of teams in the NFC that are more talented than the Packers. I do. So, you know, I, I do think, you know, I look at the Eagles, the 49ers, you know, another potential wild card team, depending on what happens. If we're sitting here a month from now and the Eagles and the 49ers, either one of them's in the NFC Championship game, I would not be shocked. Yeah, they play complementary football right now, the Philadelphia Eagles. The way they play on offense, you're talking about the defense. The defense was way too simple early on in the year. You know, basic coverages and quarterbacks were just picking them hard. But they fixed that issue along with, wait, you know, any every good team, part of the evaluation process to me is always going, well, you got to evaluate your own team, where your assets are. Are you getting the most out of those assets? And are you capitalizing on the strengths of your football team? I think early on in the season, the Eagles weren't doing that. But, you know, to steal a phrase from uh, our, our head coach there, Nick Sirianni, I mean, he planted a damn flower and a freaking garden <laughs> grew ever since then. And I'll give him a lot of respect. He's a good coach. Might not be the greatest interviewer in the world, but he's a damn good coach. If you had to throw – I'm going to throw three names at you. Mike Vrabel, Nick Sirianni. Brian Flores, and if you want to throw Staley's name in there, depending on what happens this weekend against the Raiders, who would be your NFL Coach of the Year frontrunner? Ooh, those are all good ones. I, I mean, first off, again, I'm going to throw Matt LaFleur in there. That would be the guy I would go with, all right? And, and again, you know, Matt, I respect all those guys you just talked about. Vrabel's phenomenal, you know. Uh, my, Brian Flores, I worked with him in New England. I've known him for a long time. Love him. All these guys, Nick Sirianni, they've done a great job. I'm not trying to disrespect any of them by saying Matt LaFleur. Where I say Matt LaFleur is, I mean, again, hey, we're sitting here. It's gonna, it's, it could be 40 wins in three seasons in the regular season. He's dealt with, like, you know, every year uh, just drama TV. The first year he gets there, can him and Rodgers coexist? Can they, can they can he let him audible and do things in the line of scrimmage? The second year, the team dumbly drafts. Uh, Nick, uh, Jordan Love at quarterback. So now he deals with that. Oh, big deal. They're 13 and three, number one seed. This year, is Rodgers going to retire? You know, what's his relationship like with the organization? You know, again, steadies the ship. They win football games. So I would give it to LaFleur, but certainly no lack of respect for the guys you named there. They're, they're old school, good football coaches. I brought this up with your dad a couple days ago, and I, I, I don't think the average fan, and Chris, you having played the position, I don't think the average fan understands this. This guy, Rodgers, has thrown 440-plus touchdowns, and in 17 years, Chris, he doesn't have 100 picks. I mean, I have never seen any – Brady may be the greatest winner, but this guy's the greatest thrower of the football. I, I, I mean, I played against Elway. I played against Montana. I played against all these guys. I've never seen a guy throw the ball. I mean, am I right when I say this about this guy? You're right, Dan. Dan you're right. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm Aaron Rodgers, the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. I, I've been saying that for a while, you know. And again, I know, yeah, Brady's got all the rings and all that. But come on, does everybody really think like if Aaron Rodgers didn't play in New England, they wouldn't have won six Super Bowls? Are you kidding me? Like I look at it and go, no, they probably would have won eight or ten. They might be going. Rodgers. You know, quickest of 40,000 yards, quickest of 300 touchdowns, quickest of 400 touchdowns. 
You know, the greatest arm I've ever seen in the history of the sport, the quickest release I've ever seen in the history of the sport, you know, one of the greatest off-platform throwers in the history of the sport, a gunslinger, and one of the greatest extenders of plays in the history of the sport, yet he takes care of the football better than anybody in the history of the sport. That, it's unbelievable. And that's where, you know, again, I look at him and go, he's been carrying that organization for a long, long time. It's why I question the Packers this year. I just go, I, it's still a little too Rodgers and Devontae Adams-centric. Are they really dominant in any real area? I don't really think they're as talented as the Bucks when they're healthy or the Rams or the Cardinals or the Cowboys for that matter. But LaFleur, good game plans. Rodgers understands how to manage the game and when to take a chance and when not to. And they kind of – and they don't mess up. They execute. They play a clean style of football. And it's awesome, and it wins your regular season. But I'm just not sure that can get you to the Super Bowl. As awesome as Aaron Rodgers is, it's still the greatest team sport in the world, and you need team support to get there. And that's something that he's lacked a little bit, in my opinion, in Green Bay over the years. couple last questions for you. Chris, are you sold that Matthew Stafford is the guy that can get the Rams across the finish line? But I was totally early in the year. Uh, I've been on my, you know, my podcast, Chris Sims on Button. I do NBC talking on Pro Football Talk with Florio. He's the number one question about the the Rams football team, and I'm not one to always say that. I'm always let's not always blame the quarterback. I always fight against those narratives. I really do. And first off, I mean, I was always a huge fan of him up in Detroit. My my quarterback rankings, I had Stafford in the top ten every year. People were always crapping all over me for that. He's a, Extremely talented, but like the burden of ex- the burden of expectations does seem to be getting to him to a degree. It's been very careless here for the last six, seven games. Even winning last week, man, a lot of dumb plays. The week before that, beating Minnesota, man, a lot of dumb plays. So that's where I am concerned. And you know, the Rams got to go, and the defense, the run game's got to go, and special teams. It's all kind of in the right spot. Stafford's the million dollar question right now. And I'm not sure, so sure if maybe uh, McVay might need to manage him to a degree. I know he's in love with his arm and what he can do, and he's a brand new toy. But, you know, maybe let's get back to the Jared Goff offense and just play action and open up the field that way, throwing the ball. Because I am a little scared of what I watch the Rams on film every week, Dan. It, it's a little scary lately of what I've seen from him from, from the position of quarterback. Just too many turnovers here. Are you buying yes. Dak and the Cowboys? Uh, I, I mean, Dak and the Cowboys have a lot of talent. Their defensive line getting healthy changes them on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, it's a dominant defensive line, especially if they have to play a team that can really throw the football. They're going to be able to get after the quarterback. But here's what concerns me. Dak is off right now. There's no doubt about that. I've broken down some of his mechanical issues. He's just not playing as well as he was before the injury, the calf injury, where he was absolutely on fire. Their offensive line's overrated, Dan. It's not a great offensive line. The center's nothing special. The left guard's nothing special. Tyrone Smith is still good, but he's not dominant like he used to be. So they can't run the ball. And I'll get I'll put them in the in the they're too simple on the offensive side of the ball as far as passing the ball, passing scheme. I put them in that one of those teams that I put in that basket to go. I, I watched them on offense every week. Teams are all over their passing attack. They know where they're going in certain formations, and that's what concerns me going you know, into the playoffs here. I'm a little worried about their offense. Their defense, I don't have as many questions about. Finally here, 
Uh, Baker Mayfield, have we seen the last of him, in your opinion, in Cleveland? Ooh, it's a good question. I don't think so. I think they'll give him another year. You know, they they did they did already. You know, it, uh, what, what I want to say, extend the fifth year yep. option to him, right? Yep. yep. So, you know, uh, he's the first pick of the football team. He's shown snippets of being good. Hey, the way he ended last year, the regular season, the playoffs. You know, there's hope that he could be that guy, right? I know it's few and far between, and it's all over the place, and he doesn't always handle himself the right way. But I think, I guess, I would say is I want a little more information, Dan. I'd like to evaluate it a little bit more. Now, I don't know if that means you open up competition with Case Keenum or bring in another quarterback this year in the offseason in case he doesn't play well. You got a guy that you can depend on. I don't know. I certainly wouldn't extend him to a long term contract. He's not in the stratosphere of a Josh Allen or a Justin Herbert or a Joe Burrow or even Lamar Jackson from that standpoint. There's more we all need to see from him. Now, I will stick up from this. He's tough. He's a good leader. They don't have great receivers. They're, they're another team like the Cowboys, Dan. I'll throw in to go. The offensive passing game is not good enough to stand alone by itself. You see, when they can't run the ball and dominate in the run game, their pass game always fails. And I don't come away like, oh, it's because Baker Mayfield's missing roles and missing open people. I don't know what you would expect. But sometimes he compounds those issues as well. Like we saw last night, the first interception. There's a guy open. Why are we trying to fit the ball 20 yards down the field into a tight window down the sideline? So there's those things that kind of, uh, you know, pop up from time to time. I think he'll still be there, though, one more year, Dan. I guess that's what I'm saying. I'll tell you this, man. Eagle fans wanted your ass today, man. They were, they were getting on me. They were saying, make sure you tell Sims number 44. I'm like, hey, listen, we're not fortune tellers here. Okay. We just well, see what's in front of us. Yes. Listen, it's end of the year last year. I had four games to go off of. Okay. There was issues throwing the football. Halfway through this year, a lot of the Eagles fans in Philadelphia going, I think you're right, Chris. I, I think you're right. He was 44. Now we put three or four games together, and all of a sudden it's back to crap on Chris. How dare he have him wrong? So I understand that. That's part of the job. I get that. But I'm never stubborn enough or egotistical enough to change my evaluation or call it for what it is. And it's certainly nothing personal to the player and Jalen Hurts, who I have a lot of respect for. Absolutely. Chris, thank you so much for finding time for me, man. I know your schedule's packed. Always, you guys do such a great job on the Sunday night broadcast, too. Please and throw that throw that podcast out for people, too, so that they can go watch it. Got you. Chris Sims Unbuttoned. I do three a week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. I break it all down. It's a lot of football. People want to get in the weeds about football, then I'm your podcast. You got it. Chris, thank you, my friend. Thanks, Dan. Be good, buddy. Have a good week. You. You got it. That's our friend Chris Sims. All right, hit the like button. We're going to take a timeout. We'll respond. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Cilio, man. You guys, okay, <laughs> you guys want this guy's ass, don't you, man? You want Chris Sims, man. Say it! Say it! You called him 44! <laughs> okay, okay! Oh, man. That's classic, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Dan Sims is gonna Sims is gonna <laughs> we talk our shit now. No, 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 no. I want to hear from him, man. Sim, Chris is a friend. He's been a friend of mine since I was in Tampa when he was a buccaneer. Oh my god, we've been friends a long time, brother. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, Logan. Sims's new name is 44. Say it! Say it! Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> hey, okay, hey, Eagle fans, I've learned one thing about you. You want your pound of flesh. Okay. Chris Sims had Zach Wilson on a pedestal, too. <laughs> I hacked his Wi-Fi. <laughs> 
Hey, every time he comes on, it's always shitty. And then we're going to have to fix that. Charles says, <laughs> crazy sales. Steinstepper Sims. Is that a Xander comment? Oh, man. <laughs> Sims would be like number 33 on my list. Zach Wilson, that guy stinks. Oh, when he was a buck, <laughs> forgotten plays. It broke his spleen, man. Softy Sills? No, man. What'd you want me to do? I'm trying to get shit out of the guy, man. What'd you want me to do? Beat him up so he hangs up on me? Give me a break, man. I told you he's a friend of mine. Oh, he is sidestep. Oh, my God. He was sidestepping it. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, what was I supposed to do? What do you want me to do? Oh, you saw crit. Come on, man. I want him on again. Don't you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, hey, do you guys want to have Chris on again? James, it is going to be over $50 million signing um, ability for your cap space. I think it's going to be more. Thanks, Omar. Seals is Chris Collinsworth next on the show. I don't put gators on the show, dog. Dog, Seals, don't put gators on. Okay, I don't put fucking gators on, man. Don't ever say that. Gators don't show up on Cilio show. I don't put gators on. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it, man. Yes, bring him back. That's right. Hey, by the way, what if he wins a playoff game? Then you guys get to shit on him more. Oh, and, and for the hey, for the record, once we post it on my Twitter page and on Jacob's uh, Twitter page. Oh, he's, he'll respond to it. Then you guys could kill him there, too. I'm sure I got a text. I I got a text. He goes, Jesus, my Twitter page is blowing up right now. What'd you do, man? You sent all your guys over here to kick my ass. I'm like, I don't have to send these guys anywhere, man. Right? Nobody's hating on him, man. Nobody's hating on Jalen Hurts. Raiders Mike at Jim Harbaugh. I would think it's going to be more uh, Doug Peterson. 13 more to 200 likes. Hey, we got seven minutes. Appreciate it. By the way, he's not a believer in the Cowboys. That's for damn sure. Okay. I'm going to try to get Sills to see my comment. Post it up there. Gators are. No, I'm a hater. I'm a, I'm a Gator hater. Okay. Chris Collinsworth came on my boat. The Navy with Brown, Long, and Bradshaw. Oh, okay. That's cool, man. Collinsworth treated a, Oh, they treated you guys like shit. That's terrible to hear that. Pound that button. <laughs> Look at Xander, man. Uh, 12 to go. Seth Joyner, I sent Seth the text. Let's see if he... I, I will reach out to Eric Allen, though, when, I, when we get done here. Free Minshew. Come on, Samuel. He may get a play this weekend. Can you get Cunningham on? I'd like to know his thoughts on Hurts. He's kind of a weirdo. And I say it with respect. The guy's a preacher in Vegas, and ah, he's... How about... Can I say something to you guys, okay, about Randall? And I know you love him. You ready? He's still Randall Cunningham. If that makes... If Eagle fan knows what I'm talking about, he's still Randall Cunningham. 
Like, Terry Bradshaw is not Terry Bradshaw anymore. That's not the guy who played. Like, Jimmy Johnson that you see on the NFL on Fox show, that's not really Coach Johnson that I played for. If you guys... If you guys understand what I mean, that's a nicer version of Jimmy Johnson. Eric, I know, man. I've had Randall on, and he'll answer stuff like this. What do you think of Jalen? Good dude, plays hard, has potential. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay, so wait a minute now. He did do this, though. He did do this. He did back up and say, that he's the future of the team. Don't you give him any credit for saying that? Right? There's a reason why Randall never does Philly media. I'm sure they all took a shit on him. And I'm sure he all took, I'm sure he took a crap on all them too. It wasn't a very good relationship. Okay. It, it was not a very good relationship. Dude, the defense was the personality on that football team. It wasn't Randall. I mean, the media in Philadelphia beat him up every game because there was really never any guardrails on him when he was a quarterback for the Eagles, right? Buddy didn't give a shit about the offense. Buddy was on the other side of the football the entire time working on that gangrene defense. And so they kind of let him just kind of like be his own dude. And that's why when I had a new coach role in there, it never really worked. Hey, Big Chris says it all circles back to Jimmy. It does. My Hall of Fame coach. Wait a minute. Chris, you mean my Hall of Fame coach? It does. Tony says, I think we should keep our three number one picks. Build a team. I'm starting to think so too, man. I'm starting to think that now. Your quarterback is – imagine if Jalen Hurts wins a playoff game. Hey, did Wentz ever win a playoff game? I know the answer. <laughs> okay, Ken McNabb, best quarterback Eagles ever had. Gabriel, Jaws, McNabb, Cunningham, Vic, Wentz. Okay, I get it. Dawkins, you guys want Dawkins working on it. Yeah, you're probably right. McNabb's the best. And team history? Was Jurgensen ever on the on the Eagles? Was Sonny Jurgensen ever on the Eagles? Van Brocklin. Van Brocklin's your greatest quarterback. Yeah. Van Brocklin's your greatest quarterback. And then McNabb. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 Van Brocklin. He's he he's your greatest quarterback. Hey, your toughest quarterback may clearly be Jaws, though. Okay, may need an extra. Okay, yeah. All right. I'm be, uh, hey, I'm being told to work an extra minute here. <laughs> Let's see here. We need those picks for the defense period. I'm with you, X. I think those guys have to sit there, and I think those guys have to build that defense up. Jaws' biggest Super Bowl choke, but gets a pass somehow. Man, he was terrible in that game against the Raiders. Ty Detmer, awesome. Oh, Jesus, Ty Detmer, right? 
McNabb was the winningest. Hey, man, Eastside Monster, really? 202 likes? Thank you, guys. Dude, that's two days in a row, man. You guys have destroyed this show. Pound that like button. Guys, you guys killed it again. AJ Feely. Sonny <laughs> was on William. Sonny was a um was a um Eagle. Man, Jurgensen was awesome, man. Your mom's tomato soup was our greatest. <laughs> I don't eat tomato soup, dog. I'm Italian. That's an Irishman soup. <laughs> right? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bradford, look at you guys coming up with these steps. Oh man, yeah. Then he was traded to these uh, to the Skins. I think uh, Lombardi was in Washington then, right? Hey Ken, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, Jeff Garcia, Coy Detmer. Good night, Almighty. You guys are really, oh my God, man. So resting the players, we're not a fan of, right? This weekend, man. Don't you want to? Then again, the COVID may. The COVID may take that out of the hands of the organization, though. Do you agree? Right? That may take the conversation a little bit away. Right? Bobby Brister. <laughs> I think Bobby Brister was a stealer. Mark Sanchez, man, he sucked. Boy, he lives off the Eagles, though. Yeah, I was in Philadelphia, you know, with my guys. I'm like, you were? <laughs> You were in Philly? All right, man. Hey, listen, guys. Do me a favor. Please hit the like button. You guys have been sensational today. Watch my Twitter page. We'll see who we can get on tomorrow. We'll get somebody else on here. It was great to see Chris Sims on. By the way, if you missed any of that interview, please do me a favor and go over to um, the Jacob Media channel there. Watch it a little bit later on. Share it with somebody. You guys were sensational. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6 Eastern time, we shall see you on the flip side.